The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss the impact of AI's disruption. Joining us is Paul Meinshausen, who is the CEO and co-founder of AMP, which is an AI reinforcement learning system for lifecycle messaging. AMP uses individual user responses to messages to build out segments of one and then maximize results by serving each user the message that is most likely to lead to the user conversion. Yesterday, Paul and I talked about how AI is disrupting lifecycle marketing, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about why A-B testing will be extinct in three years. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Paul Meinshausen, the CEO and co-founder of AMP. Paul, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. Excited to be here again. Excited to have you back on the show and to continue our conversation where yesterday we talked about this notion of lifestyle marketing, about how your customer's journey is not linear. And you have to understand very nuanced amounts of details to create profiles of what customer interactions are to understand how to serve the best messages to them. And this is something that humans have been trying to master for years. And now all of a sudden we've got machine learning and artificial intelligence that's helping us expedite the pace of learning. And one of the things you mentioned at the end of the day yesterday was artificial intelligence can essentially create its own testing platform. It can understand what a profile is of a prospective user, and it can start creating messaging and test whether it works or not. It's A-B testing for us. So if artificial intelligence is able to test some hypotheses that are going to improve our lifecycle marketing, why do you believe that A-B testing is on the way out, that it's going to be dead in the next three years? Well, precisely for that reason. So most times things die and then are reborn as a new thing. And what A-B testing represents is our ability to learn the difference between A and B. And in truth, every marketer will tell you, right, that they don't want to just know the difference between A and B. They want to know the difference between A and B and Z, uh, all up to Z and Z to the third power, right? There's so many things. Should I send this user a message on Sunday at 6 p.m. or Monday at 8 a.m.? Do they care about the popularity of a product or how specific and, you know, does it express their personality versus is it affordable versus is it convenient to get versus any number of value propositions that that store or service could offer? A-B testing is our manual way of choosing the two most important things and then figuring out which one works and then doing that for an entire population of people. 
even though that entire population of people is incredibly diverse and really like don't need to be fit into one box of A or B. So A-B testing is sort of going to go away because the machines can replace that learning process at a much higher degree of scale in a much more parallelized way so that we don't have to do it. The end result can be the improved performance, but without the manual process of testing. What I'm hearing from you is that the A-B testing is still happening, right? The machine learning is still conducting tests. It's that the humans aren't necessarily going to be as explicitly involved in test setup. Am I right? The testing is still happening. I think there's one other just nuance about A-B testing that is going to go away is that ultimately, again, an A-B test is looking to decide A and B, and usually it's deciding it for a large population group. And we don't really want to make decisions for large population groups anymore. We want to kind of compress it. I think in your intro, right, you know, the segment of one, we really want to compress it down to as small a unit of people as possible. And of course, we can learn between different people, but we want to learn over their commonalities and then find the sort of user level fit. So that part of testing is also going away. It's sort of similar to how a recommender system works. So when you're in the app and you're looking at a list of items, we haven't decided that you see these 10 and I see these 10 and everybody's like, we're in two groups Every individual is seeing a completely different list of 10 because the recommender system is able to sort of at a user level fill 10 slots. So help me understand the math here, because when I think about AB or multivariant testing, you need to get to some sense of statistical significance, meaning you need a fair amount of inputs. You need a large population to go through the same experiment to get enough data to say not only is this variant a winner, but we've tested with enough people that we're sure that this is the best variant. If we're focusing on these groups of one, right, segments of one, how is the machine learning able to get enough data for these micro populations to get some stored, some sort of statistical significance? The way that works is, is that basically we don't learn on a person. We learn on a set of attributes of that person. So just think about like an Excel spreadsheet. Every row is a person. And what we want to do is generate not just like 50 columns, but thousands of possible columns. Each of those columns represents everything that you've ever done in that app in a very micro detailed way. So we're going to take that. Remember that yesterday we talked about the event stream of that log, that sequence of things. We can take that sequence of events and convert them into just a very large matrix, a very large spreadsheet. Now, what we do when we predict at any given moment for a given user, what's the best message? We're really predicting over all of the values in those columns. And what that allows us to do is find the users who have most similar columns. So in a way, you're kind of having a similar process of segmentation, but mathematically it operates quite differently because we're learning over the features, the attributes of the user, rather than just sort of a group of users and then assigning a message and observing the performance at a group level. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. 
1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So help me understand where marketers' heads should be at now, where we're still honestly thinking about things relatively manually. I think most marketers are maybe not to the point of their A-B testing button colors, but we're definitely still trying to figure out which headline performed better, what's the right email copy. We're kind of doing things in a manual, old school way. Should we abandon that now? Is there a learning curve for us to implement and install artificial intelligence to do these type of multivariate optimization for us? Where are we in the transition from manual A-B testing to machine learning driven testing? I think we're at the point where as professionals, you have to demand better tools. So ultimately, I, I see a lot of things, you know, companies are coming that will tell you best practices. It will say, do this or do that. You know, like this is the right way to do marketing and this is a better way to do marketing. And really, we're at the point where it's not about you doing better practices. It's about us having better technology applied to the problem set because we need the technology to do things that doesn't matter how hard you study or how much you study A-B testing or how much, you know, go back to school and try and understand statistics. You're not going to get there. And that's OK. Like, that's not the point. That's not how we get to the moon. That's not how we solve for brain surgery either. We build better technology. And the issue is, is that think about like mobile technology. The mobile phone has become this pervasive ergonomic. It's the frontier of personal compute. It's the place where most of us do our, the jobs that we do through the course of our day. And if you look at how these applications in that phone have been built over the last 10 years, a majority of the focus and effort has gone into the product side of like building the widgets, building the offerings, creating the inventory, digitizing it, et cetera. And the result is that it's like far less of that data science and, and machine learning in the software has been focused on building for marketers. And so marketers instead have gotten stuck with older forms of software, kind of rule engine forms of software. Very simple point and click, kind of build a user journey software, which as we've talked today and yesterday is not really effective. So really what I'm talking about is that as marketers need to sort of raise the standards and say, we need better software so that the vendors in the world, the software as a service kind of vendors realize, okay, we have to step up and we can't just build software the way we did 10 years ago. We have to build it on the basics, the sort of foundations of artificial intelligence, machine learning, a better scientific software, sort of software 2.0. 
it's a kind of a strange message in the sense that I'm not telling marketers step up to the plate and learn this new method. I'm saying, no, it's just really a matter of demanding better software. And when you find it, flocking to it faster and moving away from old systems faster. I feel like we're on the precipice of a new frontier. We climbed a mountain and we got to the top of the mountain. And then we were able to see that there is a much bigger mountain in front of us. And we spent all this time figuring out marketing automation and CRMs. And honestly, MarTech in general, we're able to weave all of our systems and get our data to flow from one end to the other. And now there's this next ability to say, great, I don't actually have to be the one who's computing the data. I can rely on artificial intelligence and machine learning to make some sense of this. And really, once you get your plumbing set up, then you have to use your judgment on how you're setting up your tooling as opposed to which experiments you want to run right now. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Paul Meinshausen, the CEO and co-founder of AMP. If you'd like to get in touch with Paul, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is pmines, that's P-M-E-I-N-S. Or you can visit his company's website, which is AMP, A-A-M-P-E dot com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.